I'm copy editor Brad Brown. You're listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast. And now the story of Sir Tim, Question Boy, and Navi, who created a podcast that only has seven listeners. It's the TV Talk Machine. Yes, it is. It's Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine number 59, for those of you scoring at home. And I won't uh, make the Keith Olbermann joke after that. Uh, But hey, Joe, welcome to um, our singular podcast. We had a Memorial Day holiday, so we're going to just do one podcast today. What do you think about that? One massive podcast. One massive. We we thought about keeping it tight and bright, but we have a devious plan to bloat it. Let's just bloat it right in the middle. Yeah. Twice as much entertainment as usual. Uh, exactly. Exactly. What is two times zero? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you know what? We have um, uh, people who are familiar with the podcast, and and let's let's be clear here that we have an international audience. Who the numbers, which we probably can't even count, astronomical. Uh, but familiar listeners will know that Josh has made us that uh, Arrested Development. Uh, inspired, inspired, yes, inspired. for the lawyers. Inspired <laughs> intro. We have a regular intro. But that's our inspired intro from Josh, uh, and Josh uh, apparently jobless uh, and uh, a lot of time on his hands. A lot of free time to create new intros. He has, and he has created two new intros. Joe, you want to? This is Joe Garofoli, ladies and gentlemen. As question boy, would you like to read um, what uh, Josh has sent us? Yes. Uh, hi, Sir Tim, question boy, and the Nobinator. This is Josh from the five one zero. I'm glad you're enjoying the theme song that I made for you. It sounds much better than the other one that you were using. No, I don't also, rush to judgment, but yeah. I'm also happy that you have not been sued yet. I'm also happy that you have not been sued yet. <laughs> yes, QB, I do realize that I wrote the same sentence twice. I just want to see if you would read them, read both of them. <laughs> wow. People it's, are screwing with us. Yes, look at right, that. With this you. Just, yeah, they know that this is, this is not a planned out uh, endeavor. They know. Here. They know that we did I not just, read I, that. No. I just, keep, I just read whatever's in front of me. Yes. Anyway, since nothing good has been on TV lately, who wants to watch the American Idol finale? Which is I admi- over. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I guess no one now, since they know how it turns out. <laughs> I've made you two more TV theme songs. Wow. One is for your favorite show, Bars, and the other is for Pixie Brawls. Nice. And these are shows that we have, you know, workshopped here. We have, <laughs> we have workshopped them. Yes. Excellent, Joe. Yes. We have workshopped these shows here, uh, Bars, and we, we sort of, uh, we're, we're building it online, you know. We are building it online, that's, and that's then we're going to we're gonna debut it. Now, we, we've actually made a call plea to somebody who somebody came up with the idea of bars, which was a, as a reality show about drunks, and we've just taken that idea and we've run with it, but we yes. forgot who the original person is. And if they don't call us or write to us soon, they won't get the co-executive producer tag, which is going to earn them a lot of money. Right. And uh, Pixie Brawls, of course, we uh, we talked about here as well, and we've continued to workshop that, trying out new <laughs> new twists. On Pix- and Pixie Brawls is ours. It was uh, it was based on a very very sweet sweet voice caller, and uh, but we've taken that and we've you know, of course, somehow mangled it and added sexual content and fighting and swearing, which is what we do. Right. And we came up with Pixie Brawl. So he's he's these, done two of those. And these shows will be programmed back to back. Yes, they will. It'll be bars and then Pixie Brawls. It'll that's how we we're going to schedule them. Right. Uh, back to Josh here. Uh, don't worry, I am eighty percent sure that these are legal. 
They are both a little weird, but then again, so is this podcast. Thanks, QB, for not falling asleep while reading this letter. Josh from the Nickel and Dime, our oh, home I, uh, area code. Yeah, I, I did. I nodded out there, though. You did. Yeah. Once I, I've actually made a little drawing on the paper over here as well. You did. What, yes. what is that? I, I, I don't, I'm working on eyes it. Eyes around your bottle caps. Yes, Very eyes. Nice. Yeah. All right, Benny, let's, let's, hear those, uh, let's hear those theme songs. I what do you think? I think it's a little too upbeat for bars. I, yeah, but you know what? I like that I everyone's the drinking effort, and everybody's yep. throwing up and yep. everybody's in bars. It actually gets the it gets the gets name the, in there. Right, right. But it it seemed I almost was thrown. I almost thought that Benny had accidentally queued up Pixie Brawls because it was a Pixie voice. <laughs> now, didn't you imagine? Tell me how you imagined the bars theme song. More weights, yeah, weights. Mark Eitzel. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. We could actually use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm down at the mission rock. Yeah, you know, Eitzel has recorded a number of songs that would fit perfectly as our theme song. Yeah. Outside this bar, that's a perfect one. Outside this bar, there's no one alive. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And uh, uh, Mission Rock uh, is a Mission Rock Resort is a great song. Ah, oh, brutal. Yeah. yeah. I mm. think it needs to it's it needs to be more more despair in the theme I think there song. needs to be uh, Josh a little more darkness in there. Uh, a little more. Get the sense of somebody like, uh, oh man, I just, I've just uh, thrown up all over myself again. again oh, that's okay, I, man. It's you know, it'll dry off. I'm gonna wear it tomorrow too. <laughs> so something like that, Josh. Of course, the other problem is that that's the same music that uh, Mick LaSalle uses for his theme song. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, see. Now we're going to address this crossover issue uh, and and other legal matters and personal matters uh, 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 regarding that a little bit later. But I do want to hear uh, the Pixie Brawls um, theme. It is time. It is time. The Pixies are here to enter the ring. It's Pixie Brawls. All right. I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I can see that, you know, the, the, the puffs of smoke, the clouds of smoke, the, the, the Pixies walking through there to, the, to that orchestral music. I love it. Josh, I think you did good on that one. I like that. That's, um, that'll work for our Pixie yeah. Brawls theme. That's uh, dark, uh, slightly menacing, but also very funny and weird. And what the f*** are you doing with your time, Josh? Dude. Dude, God, dude. yeah. Check the check the classifieds. Get out, <laughs> get, get out of the house. Get on Craigslist. Get it, get out. Put the robe down. Get out of the house. We love the stuff, but we are so worried about you. This is an outreach program, right? We're here to help. Now let's. Uh, we have a letter. Let's let's get right to it, Joe. We have some stuff we need to address. Oh, we have. Uh, do you want to hear from Hanna from Sweden? Oh yes, yes I'm we sorry. Have, we have more, more multimedia. <laughs> yeah, you see, this is what happens. You, you mildly try to program the show, and then listen to what happens. You forget uh, what you did five, three minutes ago. Three minutes ago, we tried to set up a little order. Uh, I totally muffed it. All right. So this is from Han, Hanna from Sweden, uh, and she sent us another MP3 of. Um, of her. Of what? Hey, Benny, here's another voicemail. I am hoping will be played on the air. Sorry it's long and rambling. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> Feel free to chop it up. 
best Hannah from Sweden. Well, Hannah, we can't chop it up because we don't really do any editing on this show. So uh, it would just require too much work, especially for Benny. You know, this is a way for our international callers to participate to participate in the outreach program. Without, yeah, without <laughs> using our fake toll-free number. <laughs> All right, let's hear that, Benny. Hello, Tim and the gang. It's Hannah from Sweden again. Um, thanks for playing my message last week. That was that was fun. It was kind of creepy hearing myself. You know, my accent sounded actually even crappier than I thought it did. But <laughs> anyway, thanks for playing it. That was fun. And um, right, so I have a question. There have been a lot of season finales this week, and a bunch of them, uh, especially all the uh, crime pr uh, procedures that I watch, um, you know, crappy shows like CSI and CSI Miami and Criminal Minds, uh, they've all ended with either a major cliffhanger or, uh, in some cases, um, the death of uh, one of the main characters. And in, in all of these cases, they've, um, they've sort of left it ambiguous whether the person died or not. So, so I was wondering, is, it, is that because they haven't renegotiated their contracts yet? Like, when do they, when do they start shooting for the, the, the fall season? Uh, on CSI Miami, um, of course, David Caruso got shot the, uh, at the very end there. And, God, I don't even know why I watched that show. It's so garbage. It's funny, though. Um, but anyway, he got shot. And did, does that mean that they don't know if he's coming back? Or are they just leaving us hanging? I hate God. I hate when they do that. It's stupid. Anyway, I, I, I hope he dies. No, sorry. Did I say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that's my question. When do they, when do they negotiate contracts, and when do they start shooting? Do they leave some of these things open, um, because they don't know if they're coming back or not? Anyway. Also, I have a bit of a proposition for you. Oh. I am actually going to San Francisco this July flying there all the way from Sweden and um, I'm going there to just meet some friends of mine and hang out and you know watch movies and drink beer just vacation basically so I was thinking we should totally go have a beer are you up for that we could we could call it research for bars or whatever that's a that's a pretty good excuse uh, anyway let me know I'd, I'd love to have a beer with you in July and just hang out you know anyway that's that uh, Thanks for listening to my, my ramblings once again, and I'll talk to you soon. Ta. 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 That is our first uh, invite. Is that our first invite out for I drinks? I think people have offered uh, liquor and, and wine in the past. But, in uh, fact, but, uh, one of the, the question girls brought in. Gerlina has Gerlina. said she would uh, like to drink, and also, of course, Django brought wine. Django brought wine, yeah. Uh, but no one has said, I'm coming from a foreign country, international travel, to meet you to drink. Let's let's drink, drink absolutely, with Hannah. Absolutely. Because we want to set a precedent here. We don't mm. want to say no to any of our listeners for almost anything. But secondarily, we're not going to turn down a drink if you're going to fly all the way from Sweden. Absolutely. With and an Irish plus accent. Plus we can uh, you know, who knows what great bar ideas will come out of that. Yeah, there could be cuz you know, uh Hannah is uh also Irish. She has got you hear that? You hear that lilt in there yes. and the ta. So uh, we could take her to some Irish bars. Maybe the Plow, the plow. Stars. Yeah. yeah, let's go to the Plow. Or we could bring her into the Five and Dime, and we could go to McNally's. <laughs> yes, oh. it's barely an Irish bar. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's not as like it's not it's not the Plow and the Stars, but Jesus, it's uh, still nice. Uh, yes, uh, I will be in um, Los Angeles for a good portion of July, uh, Hannah. So if you are here before I leave, me and Joe, and maybe even Benny, or late July, or Benny? late July, early or late July, one of the two. I'm there. Benny around. We will go out. 
Let's drink. Let's absolutely. And let's put it out there. If any of other <laughs> international callers would like to fly to San Francisco to drink, we will do that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. We, is this a new low? I think we all need a hug at this point. You know, <laughs> it sounds like a hug or a pint. What's our new T-shirt? Hug or a pint? Which will it be? You can't have you both. Know, you can always get a pint. No hugging, no, no learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. That's that bleak. is dark. Very bleak. All right, now on a uh, on a very serious note, thank you, Hanna from Sweden. That's just, that's great to do the MP3. Yes. We are gonna we're gonna address something. Oh, and wait a minute, what about our question? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I was so pumped for the booze. Uh, yes. Oh, geez. winter Can you season finales. Uh, no, it's show. it's just winter contracts negotiated. Contracts and the shoot, and shooting. When does shooting start? In the case of one of the actors from the original CSI, that person is leaving the show. Um, that's that's why he's going to be gone. Uh, Caruso is the main star. Whenever the main star gets shot and it's not already in the news that they're not coming back, they'll be back. Yeah. That's why right. there's no like. Well, you there's know. some talk about uh, William Peterson not coming back to CSI. Yeah. He's going to come back part time. Yeah, something. a lot. A lot of lot, when they get late and once they get into the fourth, fifth, sixth season, they can, they have a little more flexibility to like a lot of them want a lot of them want out. They've got one term. What's he going to do? Has he got options? I think he may, he may do stuff where he looks puzzled and he doesn't uh, lack a facial. Over. He's like the male Jillian uh, Anderson. <laughs> and her career is certainly taken off after. Well, she's uh, now the host of Masterpiece. Used to be Masterpiece Theater, now it's Masterpiece. Yes. Which I won't even go there. <laughs> Eight sixty-year-olds watch. Oh. Uh. Um, so yeah, and they, mostly when they shoot the finale. Uh, there's two things. The contracts are generally already in place because they signed them for five years. After the five-year mark, then depends on when they've re-upped. Shootings for the, for the next season doesn't start until uh, so like the season ends in May. Shooting will start um, late summer, uh, and they'll get that done. So, yeah, the contracts is very, almost never an issue. The only time it's an issue for a season finale being kind of weirded out is if they don't know the show's coming back. A lot of shows don't know that they'll be canceled. But if you're a hit like CSI, the network has pretty much told you that you're coming back. Um, very few shows that are bubble shows have been hits. Uh, so normally, like if a first or second uh, year show might be struggling a little bit, then the, then the every time they do a season finale, you don't you never really know if it's going to be a series finale. And how does the writers' strike complicate this? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, um, I don't know. Why? Why? What are you doing? Why aren't I here to ask questions? No, you're complicating matters. You know, I've had a long night. I have a lot of long couple of nights. I'm really working on no no brain power. Okay, well, but, let's uh, move on to the next question. I thought I had almost answered that. I had almost escaped yeah, out of that box. That was actually box. a pretty good answer. Yeah, really good answer. Well, you just f-ed it up and came in yeah, there, and I was looking for more information. Uh, why? If you have an A, don't you want an A plus? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, I've already set this. Letter up like five times. Now, will you read it? Bob from Little Hollywood, right next to the stick. Uh, he says, Dear Mr. Goodman et al., believe it or not, I have listened to every one of your podcasts on my iPod <laughs> Sorry, since the Bob. first day you started. <laughs> Sorry. That speaks to both my exceptional endurance and my limited mental capacity. <laughs> my method is to walk five or six miles while listening and doing Sudoku puzzles. I can only apply one third of my brain to listening. And since your podcast offers about the same ratio of entertainment, <laughs> I find this a perfect fit. Wow. A little harsh. I have a gripe and a suggestion I hope you'll address. The gripe. Yes. What's with the Mick Lasalle bashing? Hmm. I've been listening to Mick longer than I have you, 
And not once have I even heard him mention your name. The only thing I have against his show is that his erudition does not allow me to split my focus with my beloved Sudoku. Give the guy a break. At least don't diss the product. Many of your fans, like me, are crossovers and can enjoy both intellectual discussion and irreverent banter. I guess we would be the... We would be the banter, banter. I guess, right, yeah. The suggestion. (laughs) Now that you have the ability to telephone out, I would very much like it if you called Jeremy once or twice a week and annoyed him with rhetorical questions and inane topics to discuss. Thanks for the opportunity to vent... Bob from Little Hollywood. Wow, Bob from Little Hollywood. Uh, that's a, so he's got a Jeremy bash in there. Yeah. He's got a little kind of a bash on us, like a yeah, several. Okay. But he brings up a good point. Yes. You know what? We we love Mick and uh, we love Leva and we love the the, the echo chamber. Yes. Um, and you know what? Our podcast is based. Uh, well, like I would say, ninety eight and a half percent of the time we strive to be funny and we fail. But we're almost always, right, almost always going for humor. Yes. You know, and not everybody shares our sense of humor. I know that's stunning, but they don't always share our sense of humor. Um, and so we're going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you, Bob, for your points. Those are excellent points <clears throat> that you make. And, uh, and never again shall no, we yes. mention we will not, certain uh, things. Okay. We're going to. You know, because we're gonna we're gonna go for humor. We're gonna continue yes. to be humor. Humor that that uh, does not hurt. Someone. That does not hurt. Why do you la- why do you lash out? Yes. Why do you hurt? Where is the love? It's right. been our it's been our motto, and we're sorry that some yes. people don't yes. get it's that. All all done in good fun. Yeah, we don't we don't mean to hurt. Yes, for people who are sensitive. All right, all right. let's uh, <laughs> now go to Jeff from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yes, Jeff from Toronto. <clears throat> Bring it. Gentlemen, I listened mm. to a couple of your podcasts last night. I found you when I listened to a podcast about a week ago from the BBC about podcasts and blogs. Oh, yes. It's, it's called For the Love of Pod. Yes. Uh, I live in Toronto, Canada, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Your show is fun to listen to, and I will listen again, but I cannot be counted among your nine or so, eight or nine or so listeners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So he's he's saying that he kind of stumbled upon us, listened, but he really doesn't want to be associated. He doesn't with, want to be associated with a listener, nor a regular. He doesn't want to be a regular, but he wants to. Uh, well, that's really interesting. Now, yeah. what's his name again? Is Bob? Is it, are all Canadians Jeff. named Bob? Jeff from Toronto. Do you want to do a Canadian thing? <laughs> Bring it. Come on. Oh, you <laughs> so, so hack. Well, he'll never. I'm sure we're to offending you. a Canadian right now. You know. So I just well, Toronto is hasn't tr- Toronto. Succeeded from, isn't they got, haven't they escaped Canada? <laughs> they, <laughs> they escaped Canada. They succeeded. They slipped yes, away. The Canadian Civil War. In the darkness. Uh, I would say we welcome all cars. And you know, again, we, this is our second time we've got to get serious in this podcast. It's really kind of stunning. Let's address something. We have more than nine listeners. Yes. Our last official tally was we were at 11. And I, I frankly, I don't even want to do it anymore. We're too big. You don't want to do what? You I don't, don't want to do the podcast. We're too we're too Real. big. It's like it's, it's too like much. it's become like a it's become like the Walmart. Of I'm a sellout. I'm a total sellout. We're like a big box, right? Total sellout. Big empty box. <laughs> a big pointless empty box. You know what? The podcast is too big. If we can't rein it in, <laughs> you know, if we if we it's get always hurting someone's feelings, and you know, someone always you know, gets hurt when we yeah. say something that's not funny, and then now we have got like twelve or thirteen people. Yeah, we're too big. 
I can't even keep track of all this. I've, I've forgotten. There's some names I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Once you get past, let's like having to going over to a big family's house. Yeah. Like, ah, was always that? Jeremy. Who was that? Yeah. Because Jeremy, Jeremy was always on the couch. Him, yeah. yeah. And Jeremy's on the couch. <laughs> there's always on the couch. I thought he would be in the basement. Well, there, there's that possibility. And then Josh is always busy at the computer making a, making a song. Yeah. And uh, that's all we know. That's all we know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's bring it. Got another one. Yes, Teacher Tim. We haven't heard from him in a while. No, not for a while. From Oakland. Oak Town. Dear Tim, Question Boy, and Benny, I've noticed lately that more and more of your callers and email, uh, emailers are bitching about the quality of the podcast. Tell me about you, it. Quote, you didn't answer my question. You're talking <laughs> over each other, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I have been listening to the TVTM since the very first podcast, so I got to wondering, have they really gotten worse? <laughs> I went back and listened to the first podcast, and here's what I found. The very first time we heard Tim's voice, he mocked the TVTM theme song. He then proceeded to forget the name of the TVTM. He then called his guest Message Boy, not, not Question Boy. Next, they made the first of many, many references to shorty robes. Now, mind you, this was all prior to answering any questions. Any as, questions. As for his first question on the TVTM, Tim responded to Muffy in San Francisco, which led <laughs> Mr. Goodman to comment... I love Muffy. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this was all in the very first two minutes of the very first TVTM. So I think we're, it's clear. You're not getting worse. Here we are, 58 podcasts later, and you're still following the blueprint of the first two minutes. Rock on, guys! P.S. On a completely unrelated note, I have a theory. I think that if you ever receive an email from a Richard in San Ramon... A.K.A. Dick and the Moan. <laughs> oh, I think God. your heads will explode. <laughs> Teacher Tim in Oakland. I think uh, oh, that's beautiful. That's I think, a, you know what? Let's it, yeah. give it up you, for Teacher. Tim Thank for you. doing doing research. He did research. He did more research in that than than we've ever done. Yeah. But uh, isn't it nice to know that we have consistency of lameness? <laughs> Universal consistency of lameness. <laughs> and by the way. I love that I called you message boy. <laughs> you know, we were this is the this was the beginning of history. We were working out the kinks of what would yes. later become an internationally famous podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh but but moving on, uh I just want to say I still love Muffy. Oh, who doesn't love who Muffy? Who doesn't love Muffy? God, God I love Muffy. I love Muffy. <laughs> she, I wonder if Muffy one of our is probably our first letter. First letter, yeah. You know what? We should have Muffy on. I wonder if she's still listening or if she just... Well, a lot of these people say that they're still listening from the very first podcast, even people who are like walking and doing Sudoku. So, so Muffy... That, first of all, that, that's very impressive to be walking, doing Sudoku, and listening to this. Yes, I know. What? I don't know. I don't have that kind of life. No. I really don't. I just, I don't have a lot of time. I need more time in my life. Time management is a real issue, as you people who listen to this podcast know. <laughs> <laughs> but Muffy, if you're out there, please give us a call. Because we love Muffy. Absolutely. All right. Tammy in the 530. 530. Davis. Oh, uh, Cowtown. Nice. That's yes. uh, <laughs> a university no. city. Oh, just just kidding. Cowtown. No, I made a joke about that before. Can I go back quickly, though? Is Tammy with an I or a Y? Tammy with a Y. Two M's or one? Two M's. Two M's. So traditional T-M-M-Y. Tammy. 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 Greetings, greetings and salutations, <laughs> Tim, QB, and Nobby. First, since Tim in Monterey seems bothered by green glare and Tina Fey's glasses. Doesn't referring he? To, referring to an earlier uh, letter. We got like 10 from him about that <laughs> green stuff. And he's never going to get an answer from the likes of you. I thought I'd drop some knowledge. 
Oh, the green glare is caused by light reflecting off of the anti-glare coating on her glasses. I noticed that once in the Colbert Report and managed to dig up the answer. I know it's obscure, but Google is a wondrous tool. <laughs> Secondly, I'd like to re- request a scaling back of Angry Regis. Ooh, really? TVTM has for some time been my number one bedtime podcast. <laughs> it is. It's so easy to fall asleep to your dulcet tones, <laughs> knowing that I won't be missing anything of consequence. Wow. But Angry Regis disturbs the napping. <laughs> I can't be the only listener that disturb that uses the podcast as audio ambient sleepily. Tammy in the five three zero. Audio ambient. Wow. Wow. Now, how is it that in that in Davis we're audio ambient, but in Paris we're like it is uh, audio, audio Viagra. Viagra. Yes. Right. People people are getting busy right now, and somewhere in the globe. Um, it's business time. <laughs> oh, speaking of that. I saw Flight of the Concords last night in San Francisco. How was the show? Ah, just unbelievably awesome. Sold out house. It was like Beatlemania. Swear to God. People were out of their minds crazy for these guys. Wow. Loved it. I mean, it was just so much fun. And did they have enough material for, what, 90 minutes? They went at least 90 minutes, yeah. They did a great... They had a stand-up comic, did like 20 minutes, then they they came on. I think they did more than 90 minutes. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, But uh, Mrs. Cranky Pants, who's like, She's kind of lukewarm on the show. Loved the live show. And I heard from other people, too, who were like kind of lukewarm on the show. I, I love the show. W- totally flipped for the concert. Wow. Now, as you well know, that's the second time I've seen them. I was uh, at the uh, El Rey in, in Los yeah, Angeles. Who did you go see that show with? I forget. Uh, Peter Hartlove's cousin. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. Yes. She's uh, quite fetching, I hear. She is uh, LJ. Laura Jean is, uh, she is lovely. And um, I don't want to, well, are we past the five-minute mark? Because my wife usually stops listening at about the five-minute yeah, no, mark. She's, she's long. Oh, yeah, she go is ahead. so let, hot. Let her lose. Oh. oh, she's a professional. Oh, just still getting it done. Oh, and all NBA first team. First team Hall of Fame hotness. Uh, but Peter doesn't like us. Talking about his cousin. But like you know what? Peter never listens this but He far. never listens. He never, never first of all, all, we know, like my wife, he never gets this far in. So we can, tell, we can say LJ. Yeah. And LJ has actually uh, commented recently on the blog. Uh, and by yeah. the way, her, her, uh, her uh, name on the blog is PH Cousin. Very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see her in LA. And she said she'd be a question girl in LA if I bring. Because wow. uh, Benny said, talked about, right, Benny? You talked about yeah, absolutely. bringing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We it have works. the equipment. We have well, we have the equipment. Yeah, we also have a microphone and the recorder. Right? Oh, Benny with the uh, double entendre. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Benny. Yeah. We have the equipment, quote unquote. <laughs> um, so yes, maybe we will um, talk to uh, the fetching wonder in Los Angeles. Wow. All right. Tom from the old Sandy B. Ah, uh, old Sandy B. You know, if you're in England, do you, are you going around England in the pub saying I? Do, I know. My good friend Tom and the old Sanny B. No. no. <laughs> okay, great. I was just trying to go with that. Tim, first off, I'm sad to report that your guess was spot on. And Mrs. The Brew, in fact, does not listen to the podcast. Tom from The Brew. Yes, and Mrs. The, the Brew does not yeah. listen to the podcast. Why, why is that? I don't know. God. You know, Tom. Not everyone can appreciate greatness. Tom, take control of the household, mister. <laughs> Who's wearing the headphones in that Yeah. <laughs> Who's wearing the... <laughs> right. However, the other day I was telling her about your great call out to uh, Beatrice, trying shamelessly and fruitlessly to drum up that elusive tenth listener for you. <laughs> well, thirteenth now. Yeah. And while we were talking about the eclectic list of shows Beatrice likes, Mrs. The Brew asked, 
what about campus ladies? Oh, yeah. Is it coming back? No. Of course, I have no idea, but I know exactly who to ask. <laughs> I've only seen a little of that show in passing, but it's one of her favorites. Do you know the scoop on that one, and what do you think of it? Thanks, Tom from the old Sandy B. The old Sandy B. San campus Bruno. Campus Ladies. Oh, great one. Oh, great one. Campus Ladies. Yes, Campus Ladies. Uh, I, I loved it. Uh, the first season was uh, spectacular on Oxygen. Second season, they got to be so popular with uh, people who were uh, actors who liked the cult status of this uh, sketch show that they uh, they hired a bunch of their friends, famous actors like uh, Jason, what's his name, from Seinfeld, who's got the Seinfeld curse, and then the other guy from uh, Will and Grace. Seinfeld curse. <laughs> nice introduction. Uh, you know, if I had more Diet Coke in me, not sponsored by Diet Coke, uh, I would probably get those names, but I don't really care. Uh, anyway, so they came on, and it was just, they kind of mucked up season two because it was too many popular people doing sketch work, and it just wasn't as fun. Campus Ladies is great. It's on DVD, but it is not coming back. It is done. It's not coming back. All right. Now, let us go to Charles from the 915. Yes. El pa- I think it's El Paso. El Paso. I think or- I said Austin once, but it's probably El Paso. It is The Pass, he says. The pa- oh, The Pass. Well, that's how we know. Two quick questions. Number one, what would you say are each of your best moments in the history of the TVTM. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, great question. Yeah. But favorite moments in the history of the... Oh, there's so many. I mean, there's so many. There's a, I probably have 20 or 30 uh, memories of each episode that I look back on, or one, every, meaning roughly one every two minutes. Um, but <laughs> you know what? I'm, in honor of our, of our first episode, I'm going to go back and say that my favorite moment so far in the history was Muffy's Call. Because I love Muffy. <laughs> who doesn't love Muffy? I love Muffy. Yeah. I can't get enough Muffy. I know. Too, uh, who, who, who can't? <laughs> I would say... <laughs> we, we, I mean, we've totally lost... <laughs> Benny's Benny just lost falling it. over onto <laughs> his knob. Just, he's just thinking, well, okay. All right. <laughs> so like, that's my favorite like Marcus moment. Marcus will never let this in. No. Yeah. Oh, my, well, yeah, right yeah, Mark, oh my, my favorite moment? Yeah, what's your favorite moment? My favorite moment is our next moment. Oh, yeah. that is just... You're so lame. You know what? You're and you're you're, you're you're so you're so not genuine. You're transparent. You're like Taran rap. Oh, look at me! I'm gonna pretend to have feelings. Oh, you don't care. You don't even care. You know what? You you care. Yeah, you name. know what my favorite my favorite moments are. I like the um, the first time we heard the theme song. Oh, that was very good. And I like uh, you mean our original theme original song. Original theme song. No, uh, no, no. The the new theme. The, uh, the Josh. The Josh. All right. Okay. Yeah. And I like um, who was it that sang a song to us once? We've had a lot of singers. Oh, the one who sang the song to you was... Yeah, that uh, was very touching. Uh, oh, it's coming to me. Page, P. Page. Yeah, P. Page. Very, very nice moment. P. Page sang to us. Couple we good. need more. Why are people not singing to us? I don't know. And we I like the, the, the... Of course, the, the Question Girl contest was... Uh, uh, the Question Girl contest was it was a high, oh, like high watermark. And of course, we, we did make history here with the first gay podcast kiss. Yes, we did. We did, we did that, and we shared man love. We did. <clears throat> and so we actually have the first, I think... Uh, that was the first gay podcast kiss. We also had the first... Yeah, I'm sorry, gay uh, television podcast kiss. I'm sure there's been others. Uh, that, oh, right. I'm sure there's been others. But, but if, for a television-themed podcast, that was the first one. Uh, and then... Uh, God, we had a lot of... We had milestone moments. Really. A yeah. ton of them. Um, maybe we could do a highlight reel while you're in LA. You know what? Maybe we, we should do, do that. Because best of. Yeah. We, we could pull that. together a best of. <laughs> but don't make more work for like, Benny. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's got a lot of work to do in this podcast. And two, Charles from the uh, from the past's second question. Yes, with his se- with the success of Puppets Who Kill, <laughs> and the cult status of Greg the Bunny, mm-hmm. is it time for a return of the fabricated thespian? 
<laughs> Perhaps in a dramatic role. You are a huge fan of the fabricated thespian. I love you? puppets. I love, you know, we all have our quirks. I love filthy puppets. Uh, so Greg the Bunny was always a fan. Yeah, I'm always a fan of that. Puppets talking dirty is just, and, and like, I, I, first I love swearing. Swearing and anger are my two favorite things, not necessarily in that order. How about comment. Triumph? You're a big Triumph fan. Well. Triumph, the insult comment dog, is probably my favorite creation, yeah. maybe ever. Uh, he's, he's brilliant. Um, it is, t- it is, and you know, let's, I will even admit to, I was an early adopter on ALF. Yes. Right? You're way out there. You I continue there. To, to lionize him. I continue, <laughs> I continue to lionize ALF, and I've said this many times, I will say it again, ALF, misunderstood visionary. <laughs> right? I think you're alone there. No, I, I saw his genius, and I saluted him. To this day, misunderstood visionary. <laughs> is Alf on DVD? Somewhere? Oh, hell yeah, That's he what? is. He's a, he's a moneymaker. Really? Oh, he's going to shake that moneymaker. Okay. All right. We go to uh, Terry from Half Moon Bay, California. Lovely Half Moon Bay. Oh, uh, yeah. Down there on the, the, on moon. the coast. The moon. <laughs> HMB. Half Moon Bay. You know what? I think it actually, just to correct here, course correction, uh, I don't want to call it pa- El Paso Pass, the pass. You know why? Because anytime you have a chance to say L in front of anything, you should just take it. El Paso. LP. LP. <laughs> oh, LP. not bad. But Half Moon Bay is lyrical. Just Half Moon Bay. Half Moon Bay. We're not going to shorten that up. Bring well, it. Ter- Terry is writing about the unfunniest TV sketch comedy host, which was a topic raised a couple weeks ago. Yes. He says, well, that honor goes to George Goebel. <laughs> wow. it, not realizing that no one over 40 is listening, it's, it's, <laughs> or, or 90 in the case of George Goebel. Uh, uh, when is Mad Men coming back? When is the DVD for last season coming out? Six Feet Under had the best ending of any TV show ever. Zenith makes the best converter. <laughs> the one Best Buy sells is the worst. There's a difference. Leo Laporte's podcast established this as fact. So that is Terry in Half Moon Bay. Terry brought some of, answers. He brought some answers to various questions over the last month. Yes. without referencing them. <clears throat> well, oh, you know what? Let's we'll run through them quickly again. Just start me again. Give me. Let's when go. is Mad Men coming back? Uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> they're filming the... it. I already said that they're filming and writing it. It'll it'll be back uh, like soon. When is the DVD for last season coming out? Soon. <laughs> Six Feet Under had the best ending of any show ever. Uh, certainly arguable, yes, arguable. But I, I disagree, but arguable. Zenith makes the best converter. Okay, he probably knows that. The one best belt buy sells is the worst. Okay, I'll go buy that. There is a difference. Mm-hmm. Leo Laporte's podcast. Establish this as fact. I didn't even know Leo Laporte had a podcast. <laughs> you know what? But oh, you know, actually, we don't wanna... he has the most popular podcast out there. You know, really? Yeah. Does yeah. he really? Yeah, it's My on goodness. technology. Wow. Yep. Does he beat Tech Talk? Oh, by a mile, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Come on, Benny. Yeah, I know well, we got it. Yeah, kicking his ass. Well, maybe you ought to. Maybe maybe you should bash me on Tech Talk some more so that I get more. You get more listeners, yeah. yeah. You know, and we might have to set our sights now on someone new. Hello, Leo Laporte. <laughs> you want a little of this? <laughs> You're going down. You're going down, baby. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't work here, does he? <laughs> no, Nobody no. He lives in uh, he lives in Marin County somewhere. I think okay. he's on yeah. the, he's on KGO. Yeah, he's on CNET. He's on. Uh, oh, he's trying to be worldwide. All right, let's yeah. get him. So old media, old media, whatever. We won't mention the name of the podcast. We should so. let's let's no, let's not do that. Well, let's take some calls. Yes, let's take some calls. Sir Tim QB 
Now, Father, it's George D. from the 415. Yes. I'm calling in because, well, well, first off, I'm back in the 415, which, back from the 202, it's always good to be back by the bay. Now, I've got one question, which is a little bit angry. Tim, where the f*** is your f***ing Overman podcast? I've been waiting for this for over a year now, it feels like. You've been promising this since the beginning. Where the hell is it? My second question. A little bit lighthearted. I know you hate reality TV. So do I. But you also seem to hate game shows. Now I want to know, which do you think is worse? Anyway, I hope you guys have fun on the podcast, and maybe you'll answer my question. Probably not. Anyway, I'll see you guys at the Giant Stadium. Bye-bye. George is back from good. Georgetown. Yes, good to hear from George D. George D in the 415. Back from the, two, back from the 202. Back from the 202. I will answer those questions. Uh, a lot of anger there. Yeah. I love the F-bombs. That's no, good. They're not as, it's not as sexy as when a woman drops the F-bomb or the D word. Uh, <laughs> or the C word. But, you know, for Deadwood. From Deadwood. Um, for Oberman Podcast. <laughs> Oberman Podcast. Oh, great one. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for the course correction. I was looking out the glass what window. What are you looking at? I was looking out the glass window. They're setting up. There's, never mind. Uh, yes, I have promised the Oberman Podcast for so long. Uh, it will happen. Um, I'm in touch with the Oberman pretty much every day in their fantasy baseball league. Uh, but I haven't. Uh, maybe we'll do it soon. Here's, here's the problem it's my innate laziness which is prohibiting this from happening. And you know, Oberman has nothing better to do. Oh, come on. Yeah, it, was, no. it, is, a, it is an election year, so he might be a little busy. No, I know that uh, we'll, we'll get him. Oberman uh, took a, a big hit from your, your buddy, uh, what's the guy's, I can't say his last name, from Time Magazine, Pony Pono Oh, Pony Wozik. Pony Wozik. Really? Because yes. he uh, had a criticism of, um, he took down Hillary, you know, he does his special comments, mm-hmm. in which he's sort of an editorial comment. At the right, end of the he did news. a really long yeah. one on Hillary. Yeah. yeah, did another one the other day. He's done a couple of them really long ones on Hillary. Right. And I uh, did one the other day when she made comments about um, oh, the assassination, the RFK stuff. Right. And so he said, you know what? Enough. He, so uh, Pony Wozak said enough. Yeah, yeah I, liked, I, like, I like him a lot. He's a, he's a very good critic. There's not, there's not that many good uh, TV critics in this country. There's, there's like me and then a couple of scrubs. <laughs> but he's one of them. <laughs> I see. Hopefully none of those scrubs will be listening uh, in, in advance of your convention of scrubs in, no, they, they in, know, in Pasadena they in a couple place. of weeks. Trust me, they know their place. <laughs> Um, convention, convention of Scrubs. That's what it's being changed. The <laughs> name changed. Me and my friends. Uh, Mr. Scooter. Right. Yes. yes. All right. Dear TVTM bastards, no screwing around in this email. Here's the question. Ooh. What are your thoughts on a series like Married with Children? Ooh. Personally, I never liked it and never thought it was quality TV. But, boy howdy, did it last a long time. And I know <laughs> plenty of people who enjoyed the mindless aspect of it. For early Fox days, I was more interested in The Simpsons and In Living Color. So what are your thoughts when it came out? What were your thoughts after it had stayed on the air for a while? And what are your thoughts about where it stands now as you look back on those days? Has anything changed for you? And what would you rather watch, Married with Children or According to Jim? Ooh, tough call. All right, uh, Married with Children, what what do I think of it? The historical import of of Married with Children. Yes. Nice. A uh, nation. A nation awaits. <laughs> a nation <laughs> anxiously. They, they scoot to the edge of their seat for this reply. <laughs> I'll tell you. I thought it was a dumb show then, uh, and crass and uh, and simplistic. But two things about it. 
Uh, one, it helped establish the Fox network, which was a good thing. Uh, really, it really was a big ratings hit and uh, helped that network a lot. Um, secondarily, I think it um, w- one of the things it didn't get credit for was it purposefully ratcheted up the stupidness and the leering and all the kind of the the you know I hate to say envelope pushing, but that's kind of what it was trying to do. So in that respect, that it was doing it mindfully. It gets a little bit more credit for not just being innately dumb. I mean, it was just they were really trying. They were really trying to be dumb. So I mean, it scores points for succeeding in that goal. Whereas, according to Jim, it's just bad. I mean, it's just they couldn't. They have. They don't have the the. They don't have the mental prowess to say we are awful as our goal, <laughs> which is what Married with Children was trying to do, or crass or whatnot. We're just married. Married with Children actually had a purpose. According to Jim, its, it's only purpose that I can see uh, is to make me angry. Wow. So you're taking it as a personal affront. I, I, that it's still on the air is, uh, is, <laughs> is affrontery. And it was, just, it was renewed, right, recently? <sighs> yeah. Yes. Brutal. Oh, brutal. You know, we haven't had... Uh, we were a lot of minutes into this. We have not had any Walton. We just had, we had some Walton a while back. No, we didn't really do a lot of it. All right. Well, we'll I'm sure he'll show up. Yeah, all right. Uh, dear Tim, Joe, and Benny, this is from Wendy, and from the Isle of Alameda. Oh, Wendy in the yes. Mita. Now, what do we call it? <laughs> Mita, the Meter. island. The island. Had a friend who lived there. Oh, <laughs> uh, Wendy. Come on in. Come on yeah, in. come on in. We have uh, Aaron is coming into our live broadcast. Push. Yes. yes. Oh, the lovely Aaron Green. Aaron, how are you? This is live. This is live. Yeah. 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 But let, let's hear your voice. Oh, see, we love it. Now Now it's a top five voice on our podcast. Top five female voice on our podcast. We have Phil Matera getting ready to interview Nancy Pelosi in a couple minutes. Oh. Does she want to be on the podcast? Does she want to come talk Can about... we ask her? Would that What's, be okay if we ask her? Yeah. What's her area code? <laughs> the Speaker of the House of California. Speaker of the House of the United States of America. To talk about like her favorite TV shows and stuff, you think? Do we have what to call her Madam Speaker? <clears throat> Oh, we can't yell. We can't. We, we shouldn't do angry Regis because she also has. Uh, this is the. Well, do you have angry Phil Matier talking? A to lot him. of yeah. <laughs> do you know that? Uh, uh, so we have the Speaker of the House of the United States of America right next this to could, the like, TVTM. About six feet away from yeah. us is six. someone who is you know a, a, one of the most powerful people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're yeah we're yeah. Spike, this we're, is actually we're, yeah, we're recording. Yeah. We're recording. Aaron, your voice has been on here. It is. By the way, your voice is lovely. All right. So, and Aaron, anytime you want to come on to the podcast scheduled, you can do that. Do you, want, do you want to read a question? <laughs> no. okay. I All think right. we embarrassed her. Yes. But that's, she's, probably, she's probably listened to it, and she's embarrassed to be on it. Let me tell you, the people around the world love the live nature of this show. We, had, we, had, our, we were interrupted for lunch one time right, by coworkers. Right. We just now had somebody come in to tell us, another Chronicle worker mm-hmm. saying, um, are you guys doing your inanity thing in this little dark room? You know, make way for the Speaker of the House of the United States right. of America. Well, we love Aaron, but uh, it's a little bit troubling that she's you know in charge of marketing here. Not in charge, but she works on marketing here, and, and apparently has done no marketing for this podcast. No marketing for the TVTM. Let's Benny, have a word with what, her. Your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's yeah, let's bash other people here. On the <laughs> we can't bash Aaron. Then. No, we can't bash Aaron. No, because um, she'll bash back eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But also because she's lovely, and we we, gotta, we yeah. can't alienate our lovely listeners. Right. Uh, dear Tim, Joe, and Benny, this is uh, Wendy from the Isle of Alameda. Oh, yes. Wendy. She wondered if medium and numbers were coming back next year. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are, All right. as a matter of fact. And she says, I also have to say that I listened to Joe's podcast with Ariana Huffington. 
Oh, really? I was very impressed by his obvious preparation for the interview. Quelle <laughs> <Okay>. de France. <laughs> Cheers, Wendy. That's wow. the duality of my life. It is. You prepared? I, I, I'm over-prepared in other parts of my journalistic career. And then there's this. And then there's this. Now, do you feel at all conflicted that you're a political reporter and uh, Nancy Pelosi is going to be literally steps and two heavily armed bodyguards away from us? <laughs> and Phil Mateer. They're kind of menacing. Well, I now we're gonna. I, this is my uh, job right now, and so my job right now is to do the whatever's best. For I love the your TVTM. focus. I love your focus. I'm, I'm here. Bring yes. it. All you right. want, like the radio operators and the Titanic won't leave his job. Right. That's right. The band played on right here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As this podcast sinks once again, <laughs> when you're under duress, you focus tighter. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Speaker of the House, six feet away. Six feet away, and we'll have nothing to do with it. She was look at us like, why are they talk? Why are they? Why are they doing ass? Why are they so asinine? Yes. Right? Why are they wearing those shorty robes? Do you think that? Do you think that we would be thrown to the ground by her bodyguards if we were to ask the Speaker of the House of the United States of America if uh, she would be question girl? <laughs> no, but I think it would be the last podcast. We, Our very last podcast. Yeah. She, we, would, she would pass a law to ban us. Well, you know what? I think it's only it's only fair we have to we have to broach this. Oh yeah. She, well, she does she fall in? She's in cougardom. She oh yeah. Cougar? She's yeah, a no, cougar. She's right? cougar. Definitely. Definitely. Is she? All right. Okay. Just we, we you know it Let's had to be it. broached. You gotta you gotta ask the tough questions. I would. Uh, I'll leave that one up to you to ask her. All right. Time. I'm gonna ask <laughs> the speaker of the house if she's a cougar. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, this is going down so fast. And with that, let's we, end this. Let's adjourn. Let's, yeah. Yeah. I adjourn. <laughs> adjourn the TVTM. The, first of all, we're going to end this TVTM. Are you still on? Still on? We're still on, yeah. She might be here. Is she here? Okay, we, we better get out of here before her, her secret service <laughs> agent walks us in here. Us right down. The all right. That, uh, you know what? Sometimes when you're live, <laughs> stuff happens. SFC TVTM. And also 415-777-8821. And also send your MP3s from all over Europe to... Podcasts, plural, podcasts at sfgate.com.